You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Welcome back to Murder Speaks. I hope everyone's having a great week and I hope everyone had a good weekend. So today's real crime story is about Mamie Caldwell. She was born and raised in South Carolina and she had three children. She met 38-year-old Shabaka Waklimi and they got married in 1988. She worked for the Department of Labor in Washington, D.C. And Shabaka worked as a public speaker and helped out at a homeless shelter. They bought a house in Fort Washington, Maryland. Shabaka spent time on death row. In 1973, he was known as Joseph Green Brown. And on July 7th, he robbed a couple in Tampa, Florida. Now he ended up turning himself in, but he was convicted and sentenced to death for the rape and murder of, and I hope I say this name right, I apologize if I don't, Earlene Treva Barksdale. She was the owner of a clothing store in Hillsborough County, Florida. He was also found guilty of robbery and he was sentenced to death and he was on death row for 14 years. He was released in 1987. The court threw out his conviction because of a false testimony given by a witness. In 1989 and 1990, He was charged with forgery, burglary, and pointing a weapon. But the charges were later dropped. He changed his name and started a new life. He became a motivational speaker, talking about his time behind bars. My ordeal began in uh, 1973 in Tampa, Florida. I was charged with three crimes, robbery, rape, and murder. When you're sitting in that cell and you're being bombarded that you're a monster, you've got to be destroyed, and you want to yell and cry, but you can't. The monster's not supposed to have any emotions. Monsters do not feel. Only human feels. Does that fool you with bitterness? Yes. Does it fill me with hatred? Yes. Those emotions that I just mentioned, I know one day they will come up. And I ask you to pray for me that I be alone, that I be by myself, because I do not know whether Shabbat will be strong enough to deal with all those at one time. Mamie retired at the age of 69. They were experiencing financial problems. In 2008, their home in Fort Washington, Maryland was foreclosed. So they moved to Charlotte, North Carolina because it was cheaper to live there. Now, Shabaka didn't pay taxes on the money he made from speaking engagements. So Mamie was paying all the bills. Hey, don't forget to check out crystalkiss.com for my murder merch. Cool designs for all of you true crime addicts. 
If you live in the U.S. and buy three or more items, you'll get free shipping. Use discount code MURDER15, that's MURDER15, and save 15% on your entire order. Check out my YouTube channel, Murder Speaks. The link is in the show notes. So they didn't have very much money. Mimi filed domestic violence complaints against Shabaka in 2003 and 2005. 911 was called several times for Mamie and Joseph. September 13, 2012, they were planning a big birthday party for the whole family. Apparently a lot of people in the family had birthdays in September, so they, planned, they were planning a big birthday party to celebrate all of them. But nobody can reach Mamie on her phone. Her daughter called Shabaka's cell, but he didn't answer. So her daughter called the police and asked them to do a welfare check. So the police go to the home that Mamie shared with Shabaka. There was no signs of forced entry and the house looked orderly. But there was a large amount of blood on the carpet and a broken perfume bottle on the ground. They found Mamie deceased in the bathroom. She was covered with a blanket and she had multiple stab wounds. The autopsy confirmed strangulation contributed to her death. There were drag marks from one side of the bed to the bathroom. Mamie's car was missing. On surveillance, her car was seen leaving around 6.45 a.m. A neighbor heard Mamie and Shabaka arguing around 2.30 a.m. Before Mamie died, her granddaughter stopped by, and Mamie wanted to take pictures. She also showed her granddaughter her beneficiary information, almost as if she knew something bad was going to happen. See, Mamie worked over 40 years, so she was financially stable. But Shabaka didn't have anything. The police put a trace on Mamie's bank card. Money was withdrawn from an ATM not too far from their home. It was used at a gas station driving down the interstate and it was used again in Charlotte, South Carolina. He was obviously trying to get away. The vehicle was located at a motel complex in Charleston, South Carolina. Shabaka, also known as Joseph Brown, was arrested. He said he didn't remember what happened and requested a lawyer. He tells police he has no memory of what happened. Joseph Brown talked about the justice system and about being on death row. Detectives pieced together what happened. Joseph was controlling, and he was a drunk. And they probably had an argument about money. She probably asked him to leave. She probably had enough. He assaulted her, and strangled her, and stabbed her multiple times, and dragged her dead body to the bathroom, and then covered her with a blanket, and cleaned up the blood to make it look like it wasn't as bad as it was. He pleaded guilty to second-degree murder to avoid the death penalty. September 13, 2012, he was sentenced to 18 years in prison with no possibility of parole, and he is currently incarcerated at the Pamlico Correctional Institution in Bayboro, North Carolina. His earliest release date is in 2027. Wow, talk about Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. How can somebody say they love you so much and then turn around and stab you to death? I wonder if Mamie knew 
who she was marrying? Did she know that he was on death row for 14 years? If somebody kills somebody else and then goes to jail and does their time, does that mean that they're cured? Does that mean that they're rehabilitated? I don't think so. Joseph killed before. He raped and killed somebody before. And then he spent time in prison. He was on death row for 14 years. And when he was released, he killed again. He killed Mamie. So is it possible for someone to change? I don't think so. In my opinion, I think once you kill and you do your time in jail and you get out, you'll most likely kill again. Shabaka is exactly where he needs to be. And for everybody out there who was related to Mamie and who loved Mamie, I'm very sorry for your loss. Well, thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Murder Speaks. Hope you enjoyed it. Please like and subscribe. Join me again on Murder Speaks. Thanks. Bye.